tell you something, brother. Welcome to another explosive episode of Monday Night Horror, man. Got it. Recording is in progress. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, you know the saying, Mike. Uh, which a bird, one? A bird in the hand is, you know, better they, than never. In a gift horse's mouth. <laughs> okay, Tim. You can't. What is it? You can. What is it? You. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't teach an Italian fish to dance. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't force Italians into a garage. <laughs> and then there's uh you can teach a young fish to dance, but once it gets real old, it'll stick with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, better late than never. Um, Obviously, we've been talking up this 100th episode for weeks now. And uh, life just kind of got in the way this week, and it's fucking Thursday, and we're just starting. That's all right. Uh, Took a little vacation for Easter. Yes. We can do whatever we want. And, yeah, it's our show. It's our show. I put up one of our death metal songs, black metal songs. Oh, okay, cool. Something for them to listen to. Something for them to sink their gams into. Oh, gams. Mm. So, uh, the 100th episode, uh, we, had, <laughs> we had a, a couple of submissions from our listeners, um, and we chose what we felt out of the submissions. So, the, the, the movie that Mike and I were going to do was The Shining. That's what we had spoke about doing um, way back, you know, and we got submissions and we got a really good submission that we felt for, uh, you know, the, the 100th episode. Um, and Mike, what is the 100th episode? Moby Dick. Yep. The most horrifying white whale story you'll ever hear. Did you know Moby Dick was based on a true story? Yeah, about a guy named Moby with a giant dick. Yep. It was huge. It was massive. It was the size of a whale. Huge. <laughs> huge. <laughs> <laughs> now, was it actually off of a... It uh, was. There, a, oh. there was an actual white whale. Okay. That uh, would, like, terrorize ships. Wow. That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So, uh... Mike's just being an idiot. We're not doing Moby Dick. No. We're doing The Exorcist. The Exercise. uh, Yes. Something you would never do. No, we're doing The Circumcise. (laughs) Um, We feel that it it works for a 100th episode. Uh, It's, I, I think it's a great movie. I don't know very many people that don't think it's a good movie. Uh, it fucking scared the absolute fucking piss out of me when I was a kid. And my brother had a fucking movie poster of Reagan 
uh, you know, Linda Blair, Reagan, uh, her face as the devil. And, oh, he put it on the wall. So when I looked out my bedroom door, if his bedroom door was open, I could see it. And I swear he did it on fucking purpose. <laughs> and, oh, it was just, you remember how the rooms, how, how my bedroom was set up across from Matt's. Oh, yeah. 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 So if both of our doors were open, you would see Matt's wall. But uh, Matt's Matt's my brother. But anyway, um, yeah, that the fucking picture. And then I would get up in the middle of the night, like I'd have to take a piss, and I'd have to walk past his room, and his door would be open, and there'd just be like just enough light from like either his TV that he left on or the moon coming through the window, whatever, just enough that I could see her fucking face in the darkness. And it fucked me up for so long. <laughs> oh, nightmares. Nightmares of this movie. I didn't see this movie for the first time until I was in college. That's that's crazy. Yeah. And I, it was just one of those things where they were playing it on AMC for Monster Fest. Yep. Which it was still called Monster Fest at the time. It wasn't Fear now Fest. Now it's called Fear Fest. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, no, I know the movie. I know what it's about. I've never watched it. So I'm going to sit down and watch it. And I watched right. it by myself one night in the dark. And even at that age, it scared me. Yeah, it's 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 an unnerving. It's an unnerving movie. I, I would place this somewhere in the, the if somebody told me I had to pick like the top five horror movies of all time. Okay. I would probably put the exorcist in the top five. Yeah. Now I really, I would like to do a full, a full discussion on this. We're going to do an episode on that. What we think are the the top five greatest. Yeah. Now when you, when you would compile your list, are you taking into, um, consideration like, uh, Movies that are personal? No. Okay. These aren't my favorite. I'm just saying in like the grand. No, 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 no. Not not necessarily a favorite movie, but like, let's say, let's say you saw a movie at a young age and it left a very indelible mark. It might not be one of your favorite. You might be like, oh, no, I, I, I don't know. I'd watch the movie here and there, but it's definitely not one of my favorite movies. But something that like really left a mark on you. There's a movie that really left a mark when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of also, I think, goes into one of the greatest horror movies of all time. And I'm not even I'm not even going by like me in any way. Okay, okay. I'm just strictly talking just factual, strictly like. Like if I had to name the big five horror movies, yeah, in terms of everybody, yep, I I would definitely put The Exorcist up there. Oh yeah, yep. I'm trying to think. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do a discussion on that. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. That's one for a car ride home. Yes. Um. All right. So uh, yeah. So you know, kind of got off topic there a little bit. Um, so yeah, the exorcist, um, I mean, it, it, 
kind of goes without saying. It doesn't really need much of an introduction, but obviously, as you heard, Mike didn't see it for the first time until he was in college. Um, if you guys are listening to this and it's it's your first time watching the movie, um, if you watch it with our commentary, that's really fucking awesome that the first time you're going to watch the movie, we get to watch it with you. Um, that's really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you want to watch it by yourself in the dark at night with the lights off. Well, that, and, I don't think you're going to watch it in the dark with the lights on. <laughs> well, I meant like at night. Shut oh. up, Michael. <laughs> Shut up, Michael. Anyway, uh, watch it alone and then, and then come back and listen to our podcast. Yeah. But, uh, one way or the other, I really hope that you guys do watch the movie when you, when you listen to us, it's not, we don't have anything special planned, um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it would just be really cool to, if you guys actually watch, it's a great fucking movie. I can't, I can't talk enough about it. Yeah. It's on Netflix right now. Who knows how it long is. it'll stay on there, but it's on Netflix yes, today, at the moment. Today's April 21st, ladies and gentlemen, 2022, not 2002. Um, oh, and yes, it's on the good Netflix. old days. Oh, yes, the good old days. High school. God, oh, I don't think we were in high school yet. What? In 2002. We might have been yeah. starting high school. Yeah, we were in ninth grade. Well, for some of it. We would have been in eighth grade for the other half of it. This is true. Whatever. It's All right. The movie. The movie. Yes, the movie. The movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's enough of an intro. Uh, unless you've got something to say, Mike, uh, I definitely want to pull up IMDb because I'm sure there is a awful shit ton amount of, of little trivia and all kinds of dumb shit. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So I'm going to pull that up so I can. Do you have anything to say about the no. the movie? No, I think we're uh, I think we're ready to go. The Exorcist, right? That's what we're watching. Yeah, the, ex- the Exorcist. Exorcist. Yep. Do do do. But yeah, this this movie's a little bit longer than the ones we usually watch. So if we're going to do this in three parts. We'll have to watch a little bit more. Yes, for each yes, part. Yes. I think that I think it's two. Um, let's two hours. Time. Two hours, one minute, and fifty-one seconds. Yeah. So I, I guess if we do huh. like, uh, IMDb looks like they like changed their website around. Yeah, they did. I was trying <laughs> oh, to look for something on there the other day, and it was a oh, pain in the ass. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Fucker. All right. You know what? I'll just open it on my phone. Hopefully that didn't change. No, I think it did because that's where I was looking the other day. Oh, really? Son of a bitch. Yeah. Why did they do that? All right. Well, you know what? While I try to find my way through here. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, join us for our 100th episode. One of the greatest horror movies of all time. Uh, from what is it 1973 yeah the exorcist it's on netflix right now ladies and gentlemen this predates the texas chainsaw massacre yeah yep uh give us the count in brother seven 
Did you hit play? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, I missed. Three. Try it again. Two. One. Play. There we go. Rated R. I don't have a rated R. Mine went right to Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. What? How much time do you have left? Two hundred one thirty. What? Uh, I'm at two hundred one twenty-eight, twenty-seven. Oh, okay. Twenty-six. Yeah, we're right there. Okay. All right. So I'm at I'm at like twenty-two right now. William Peter Blatyes. The Exorcist. Remember, remember when we were uh, we were in high school. This song was wasn't this on the like the Hitman game? The Exorcist song. Yeah, this opening. Was it oh, on the Hitman the, uh, game? The where you the, have the, Barrett? the Arab chant. Yeah, yeah, it is. And then we asked Mister Q if and he, he knew the words or something. Yeah, and he told us what it was. He didn't know the words, but he knew like what. That it was like a prayer chant. It's weird. All right, so the movie starts out. We're in the Middle East. Yes. Well, I mean, we we could be in like the east of the east. We don't know if it's the really middle. If it's the middle, yeah. Could be just south of the middle. Yeah, I mean, right there it says it's northern Iraq. Northern Iraq, well, you're not but in it's middle. in the, the the Middle East. <laughs> And we're at like a dig site. Yeah, like a, a, dug, a dug uh, site. Like a archaeological dig. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a dig site. When they're all finished, it'll be a dug site. Ha! 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 Wow, look at him go. Like the wrestler, Jim Doggin. Jim Doggin. Hacksaw Jim Diggin. <laughs> <laughs> Jigsaw Jim Diggin. <laughs> Jigsaw John Diggin. <laughs> Buff the stuff Duggan. That was that was that was like WCW's version. Yeah. The WWF had Hacksaw Jim Duggan, so they were like, oh, it's uh it's bench grinder <laughs> Jim Daggin. <laughs> oh. All right, so we've got a very, very old man. He looks like a grandmother. Could be. It could be. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna read some uh some trivia here because we got lots. There is so much, so much. Okay. Uh, let's see. But that's a father Father Marin. Yeah, I think his name is. He's he's one of the big priests in the movie. Yep. Uh, let's see. So for those that don't know, the scene where Reagan projectile vomits at Father Karras only required one take. The vomit was intended to hit Jason Miller in the chest, but the plastic tubing misfired, hitting him in the face. His reaction of shock and disgust while wiping away the vomit was genuine, and Miller admitted in an interview that he was very angered by this take. I didn't know that he was mad. I'd be like, whatever. I mean, it got a better, definitely a better uh, reaction. Yeah, that was pea soup, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, and like supposedly, like the room was too cold, and the pea, like or the pea, yeah, the, <laughs> the pea soup, urine, <laughs> the urine started to like thicken up in the hose or something, so they weren't. It didn't come out as like the way that they intended it to. Yeah. All right. So, 
The no, uh, uh, there are multiple versions of the Exorcist. Um, yes, and I don't know which one is on. Wait, no. Oh, oh, oh! You I mean, mean I mean of this movie? Really, I didn't know that. There are sequels to the Exorcist. I do that, and, and a prequel. Um, but this a movie prequel to the Exorcist? I don't remember that. Yeah, and it's Father Marin as a, a younger man. What What's the fuck is that called? I think it's Exorcist. I think it's the fourth one. I think it's Exorcist Four: The Beginning. Oh, okay. Father Marin's on display in front of all of these Arabs. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's there's different versions of this, the original, and I don't know which one is on Netflix because I know the DVD that I have is. It's called The Exorcist, the version you've never seen. Okay. And it has deleted scenes included in the actual movie. Oh, nice. And uh, I was gonna I was saying that because there's certain hidden things in the movie that appear okay. in the background at certain times. Oh really? And I don't know if they're in like the normal cut of the movie. Gotcha. But uh, I'll I'll call them out when we see them. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's going to be any in this first part. They're more towards the the end when things start going to hell. No pun okay. intended. <laughs> oh, the one-eyed monk. Oh, old one eye. So we've got the dingers. <laughs> the dingers we sit around and ding all day. Hacksaw Jim dinging. <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Digger. <laughs> you got Hacksaw Jim Digger and Hacksaw Jim Dinging. <laughs> oh, all right. So, so stupid. Yes, it's very, very stupid. Hacksaw <laughs> <So> Jim Digger. <laughs> so, excuse me, folks. At the dig site, uh, Father Marin was called over because they found something and it's this little head that kind of resembles like a maybe like a dragon or a demon yeah it's like a little a little sculpture of a demon and the clock stopped as he was looking at it i don't know that it's ever mentioned in this movie but the name of the demon is Pazuzu. Oh, okay. I don't I don't think they mention it. I, I think it's mentioned in a sequel. If adjusted for inflation, this movie would be the highest grossing R-rated film of all time. Oh wow. That's that's pretty incredible. They bow down before him. Also the highest if if a adjusted for inflation i don't know when this was written uh the highest grossing warner brothers film of all time if adjusted for inflation yeah wow all right we're still with father marin he's just kind of walking around the middle east yeah you don't get much much knowledge as to what's going on. I, I think they said he's he's done with the dig and he's on his way back to America. 
Okay. But, like, there's nothing telling you, like, why he's there or the significance of that little statue. Nothing. You're kind of just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. He almost gets run over by a horse and carriage. (laughs) By by Mother Teresa. (laughs) Yeah. Speed along like, there. She, the woman in the carriage looked like the witch that uh in I think it's Snow White. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. Easy there. <laughs> Who is that? Like the French Foreign Legion? <laughs> it's the Iron Sheik. Couldn't you tell? Oh, Who's about right. to slap Father Marin in the camel clutch? I break your back. I humble you. <laughs> Father Marin is somewhere else now. It looks like another castle. Some, some type of castle. Castle Frankenstein now. <laughs> this movie's all over the place already. Well, there's a snow angel on top of the. Oh, there's a snow on. angel in the desert. Yes. There's snow angel in the desert. <laughs> ah, and it's it's a like a a brick statue. It's a larger version of the little trinket he found. Yes, and it's a winged demon with its hand up. It's and there's dogs fighting in the background. Oh, are those dogs down there? What'd you think they were? Women? <laughs> yeah, a couple of dogs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the significance of the dogs are. I don't know. But uh, oh, now we're in Georgetown. In the USA. But uh, it, here's a side note. Apparently there's a lot of those wild dogs in the Middle East. And uh, when, okay. when I was working at the Pet Lodge, a uh, guy took a trip to the Middle East and lived there for a while and became friendly with these dogs. Okay. I don't know if he was on like a pilgrimage or what, but he was like camped out in the desert and he actually like befriended a pack of these dogs to the point where he brought them back with him. Wow. And when he would go away, he would leave them at the pet lodge. Wow. And we couldn't touch them. They were the most vicious, like, rabid dogs I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> you couldn't even look at them. All right. So now we're in, uh, we're in, I forget their, their last name. The daughter's um, name is Reagan. McNeil. We're at the McNeil household. Mama McNeil. Mama McNeil. Mama McNeil's a little thick. Look at them hips. Mm. Mama McNeil going to get it. (laughs) In her uh, macaroni and and cheese house coat. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. Boy. Give Carol Brady a run for her money. (laughs) She looks like she could be at the 
Bye. <laughs> Where's Sam the Butcher? <laughs> um, so she goes into Reagan's room. Reagan is the child. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> she yeah. gets the, the one that gets possessed. Yeah. So, uh, and when she walks under the attic door, she hears scratching up in the attic. Yeah. And she just said, we've got rats in the attic. And her German maintenance man seems to disagree. There's no rats. (laughs) It's the Jews. (laughs) (laughs) We've got rats in the attic. No, dear. They're called Jews now. We don't call them rats now. (laughs) No, Papa. I mean, actual rats, like the little rodent animal. All right, so we're on a, a movie set now. Yes. A Warner Brothers movie. Naturally. And it looks like Mama McNeil is a movie star. Yes, and she's talking to Martin Short. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Roman Polanski. <laughs> That's a, That was my original when I first saw it. I was like, oh, Roman Polanski. But then I was like, oh, it kind of looks like Martin Short. <laughs> All right, so he's he's the director Mama McNeil's the star, and we just got a shot of a priest who's watching the filming of this movie. Yes, Father Karras. Father Karras, yep, Damien Karras. And he's going to be our other big priest character. Let's see, I'm going to look up some more uh, cool things. Okay. The director had to take an all-British film crew to film in Iraq because the U.S. had no diplomatic relations with Iraq at the time. They were allowed to film near ancient buildings and actual archaeological digs on conditions that included teaching Iraqi filmmakers advanced film techniques as well as to how to make fake blood. Oh, wow. That's interesting. What the hell was the fake blood for? Weird propaganda videos. Oh. All right, so uh, Father Karras has apparently seen enough, and he's leaving. Oh, interesting. All right. There were originally many very brief blink-and-you'll-miss-them cutaway shots in the 73 release of the film intended to create unease in the viewer for instance when the priest is dreaming of his mother coming up out of the subway there's a brief cutaway of a demon's face painted black and white grimacing yeah there are two other places where this image is displayed when reagan lying on the bed turns to look at father Marin and father Karras, and just after the head turning scene yeah the statue of pazuzu encountered by father Marin in the opening scene can clearly be seen in the background during the exorcism after the room has shaken violently. Mm -hmm. Yep. In the version you've never seen, this is yours, Like The images are superimposed over other scenes as well. The demon's face can be seen on the hood of the stove when Chris 
McNeil has just returned home from speaking with the doctors. The next image can be seen in the scene directly following the former when Chris goes to check on Reagan. The face of the statue flashes very briefly but brightly onto Reagan's bedroom door as Chris opens it. When Chris closes the window, realizing that Sharon isn't present and leaves the room, the full statue is superimposed softly on the wall to the left. In the longer version, called Extended Director's Cut, these last two images of the statue have been removed again. Oh, yeah, those are, those are all the, the things I was talking about. That's cool. I'd like to see that. I've never seen that version, just so I could see, like, the demon's face all over the movie. It makes it a lot creepier. All right, so Mrs. McNeil is home. Reagan's awake. We heard the Exorcist theme just a minute ago. Tubular bells. Yeah, what a great theme. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, don't know, who the hell, I wonder who wrote that. I'll find it on here. Yeah, Reagan. We'll fucking see. You pushy little bitch. <laughs> oh, see, that's what you get, Reagan. You fucking stole a cookie, so you get possessed by the devil. And it it shows that they're a fairly happy family. Yeah. Yep. Reagan grabs a cookie, I guess, presumably like before dinner or something, and Instead of her mom scolding her, she like chases her through the house and they're laughing and, and she tackles her to the ground and mounted punches her fucking dome. <laughs> Rain and fire down into Reagan's face. A happy family. Yeah. All right. So we've got Father Karras in the subway. <laughs> There's a. Oh, come on, Father. Stumble bum begging for money on the basis that he's a Catholic. Stumble bum. Yeah. Hey, could you help an old awesome boy out? I'm Catholic. <laughs> Father Karras just walks away. Because he's, he's not, like, he's I'm, a... I'm Catholic too. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a not a run of the mill priest. <laughs> no, he's yeah, he's not your uh, your typical uh, help love thy brother. Yeah, love thy neighbor. You know, he's very kind of uh, grim. Yeah. All right, so he ends up in this shitty neighborhood, going into this shitty looking house, which I believe belongs to his mother. Yeah. Yeah, it's his mom's apartment, right? Yeah. Her mama.
So his mother, he wakes his mother up. She's asleep in the recliner, a very old Italian woman. Yeah. With an old Italian radio. Yes. And she feeds him bread and... Old Italian food. (laughs) Bread and cheese. Yeah. Well, hey. And his mother apparently has like a, a broken leg or something. He's he's fixing up her leg after she stepped in the bear trap. <laughs> Trying to steal a cookie at the McNeil house. That's it. The McNeils can take their cookies, but when Nana tries, <laughs> they really fucking tackle her. They break her leg. Well, I'll show you, bitch. You fucking take my fucking cookies, huh? <laughs> That's what happens when she doesn't pay up. Yeah, exactly. That's what she. That's what happens when she takes a fucking cookie from Robert De Niro. They bust her fucking ankles. Oh, you ankles. fucking bitch, huh? You fucking bitch, I fucking break your fucking leg. <laughs> Getting into casino again. Yeah, exactly. Was Robert De Niro in Casino? Yeah, fuck yeah. Okay. I, I always confuse the cast of Casino with the cast of Goodfellas, even though they're mostly the same. I was going to say he's in both, and so is Joe Pesci. So is Joe Pesci. But, uh, yes. Ray Liotta is only in Goodfellas. That's, that's what I was thinking, yep. Oh, both great movies. Oh, I know. All right, so... Damien's mother has gone back to sleep and he's leaving. And Reagan's yes. making this horrific looking piece of art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking... it, it looks like something out of a Dr. Oh. Seuss book. Yeah, it does. It does. And we'll put it over here on the dryer. So it falls off. <laughs> and we'll fuck with some we'll fuck with a Ouija board. Why not? <laughs> Rats in the attic, ghouls in the basement. So Reagan says that she found the Ouija board in the attic and she's been messing with it. We mess around with the Ouija board sometimes. Yes. Yes. We we never, we never have much luck though. Nope. I wish. (laughs) Fucking got to figure it out. I remember we played with the Ouija board that one night on Halloween. Was that, was that when we were in my spare room? Yeah. Okay. And we were using like the Parker Brothers glow in the dark Ouija board. Yep. I have one like this one, like the one they're using. The old school one. Yeah. Like the original. Yeah. I got it in a uh, like secondhand consignment store. That's the best place to pick them up. Yeah. So we'll have, maybe we'll try that one this year and see yes. if we get any, any contact. 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 Yeah, Anybody out there wants to tell us how to do it the right way so we could, you know, really open up a gateway to hell, please tell me. <laughs> I got a bone to give it pick. a shot. Yeah. I'm in need of some new friends. <laughs> like Captain Howdy.
So she's talking about what she wants to do for her birthday. Yep. And what she's going to do on the fifth Thursday after her birthday. Ooh, the big 5W. The big 5WA. 5WA? The 5WA. Oh, Reagan loves her mom. Yes, she does. Everybody loves Carol Brady. Speaking of moms, um, my mom is out on a 18-wheeler. What? Yeah, she's she's friends with this guy who drives an 18-wheeler. Oh, my God. And now she's living with him in the truck, so they're, like, driving all over the country. I fucking love it. I and absolutely she, love it. And she was, <laughs> t- she was telling me today, she's like, we're going to Point Pleasant, West Virginia next oh. week. Have you ever heard of it? I'm like, yeah, I've heard of it. Me and Mike have been, been there. there. Well, and fuck you. She, like, there's this thing there called the Mothman. I'm like, yeah, I know. Me and Mike went there. And she's like, I'm talking about Point Pleasant, West Virginia, not Point Pleasant, New Jersey. I'm like, I know. There's no Mothman in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you I've been there? <laughs> oh. But yes, me and Mike have gone to Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and looked for the Mothman. To no avail. No, but we did see some cool stuff. Yes. So we are not only into watching scary movies and Halloween, but we also go out and do weird shit like that. Weird shit. (laughs) (laughs) Not only do we like to talk about weird shit, but we also like to do weird shit. (laughs) <laughs> and sit in the dark in my house that's haunted by my dead father with a Ouija board and instigate him. Yep. He was knocking on the bathroom door last time I was there. Yes. <clears throat> or something was. Swamp thing was? Maybe. I said something, but oh, oh, he, okay. he sure is a something. <laughs> What's uh, Almond Brothers is playing in the background? Yes, traveling band. No, <laughs> no, it's not even the Almond Brothers. <laughs> what traveling band? No, traveling man. Lord, I was born. Oh, Rambling Man. That's it. You're you're, you're confusing Rambling Man and traveling I'm traveling band. band. Yeah, which which was by the. The band or Grand Funk? I think Grand Funk was Grand Funk Railroad did traveling band. Travel. But yeah, Rambling yeah. Man was that, Almond that Brothers. Was, that's what I, when you were like, that's not even Almond Brothers. I was like, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, go ahead. Reagan's mom is on the phone trying to get a hold of Reagan's father who hasn't called her on her birthday. And she's fucking pissed. I've been on this fucking line for two hours. Yeah. Her, her, uh, 
Mrs. McNeil, her her acting right there is really well done. Like it's very believable. Yeah. The yeah, her voice is cracking. Yeah, <laughs> the frustration in her voice, and then, like, the movie is not loaded with swear words. I mean, no. it gets a little vulgar once the devil comes in. But for her, for her mom to, you know, like, oh, geez, you know, I already gave you the number four times, and then she just gets pissed. I've been on the line for two fucking hours. Yeah, now, I don't know what significance that has in terms of the plot of the movie. Unless it's just to add another, you know, layer to their family story. It could be, or it could be to, uh, obviously, like, it's, we have two women that are home alone. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're and showing you that dad's not in the picture. That's a kind of a sense of isolation. Yep. Now, uh, Mrs. McNeil woke up to the phone ringing. I didn't notice who was on the phone but when she was done with the phone call she noticed that reagan was in her bed and reagan said i couldn't sleep in my bed because it was shaking so we slowly get these like strange happenings strange happenings and there we just saw a shot of reagan laying in bed with her eyes wide open not looking quite right yeah, looks very unnerved. Mm-hmm. And, As uh, and their keeps... mom's going up to investigate these noises in the attic. Yep. So her mom's skulking around the attic with a candle. Like in the middle of the Ebenezer. night. Like she's Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> Just a bit of bad beef. <laughs> There's more gravy of you than that of the grave. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of bad beef. An underdone potato. <laughs> but why are you like this? You were such a good businessman. <laughs> Why is your jaw taped shut? <laughs> oh. So the, the candle flared up. And then she turns around and her Nazi maintenance man is shining a flashlight on her. Goose stepping up the attic stairs. <laughs> I see if they're looking to play a little Anne Frank, Harvey, now. Get back <laughs> into the bedroom. <laughs> All right, so we're at a, at a church. Yes. The priest is bringing flowers around. The gardener priest. The, yeah, the priestner. Oh, he's bringing flowers for Mary. It's kind of oh, like flowers for Algernon. Flowers for Algernon. <laughs> <laughs> Great I knew where book. you were going with that one. I fucking love that book so much. And the movie is great too, Charlie. That, flowers for Algernon. That's with the, the mouse, right? Yep. Yeah. Algernon's the mouse and Charlie's like 
a retard and he learns about this surgery that could correct his ha, could correct his uh, mental problems. Somebody's defaced uh, the the virginary. Yep. She had like horned tits and a dick. Yeah. yeah she looked like Luna from WWE. <laughs> um so they uh they do experimental surgery on the mouse and it works but then the mouse starts getting stupid again and they give it more and the mouse ends up dying. But they give Charlie the experiment as well and he's smart and then they're like listen we can't keep we can't keep doing it cuz you'll die and he just has to accept the fact that he's going to live his life as a mentally challenged person. Right. Oh, it's it's a great it's a great book. That's like a short story. It's not even like a fucking like a novel, I don't even think. No, it's not. It's a short story. Yeah, it's like reading like like of mice and men. I thought Of Mice and Men was more of a novel. Really? Yeah, I think. I don't know what con- I don't know what constitutes it being a, a novel. Yeah, I don't know. All right. So anyway. Yes. Um, Sorry. I'm going to look Flowers it up. For Algernon. But while we're uh, looking it up, so Father Karras's mother fell in the house and her yep. brother had her committed to this place. Yeah, which is like a psychiatric center. Right. It's not a novel. It's a novella. What? Of Mice and Men. Okay. So it's a short novel. Yes, a short novel. So a novel, a bo- what makes a book a novel is considerable length okay yeah well, you know, why didn't you just why didn't the fucking catholic church take her in god damn it yeah, right. Huh? A mother of a priest? The Italian mother of an Italian priest? Come on. Yeah, a Catholic priest? Yeah. All right, so we got a... We got a soiree. Regular soiree. Uh, regular, regular box social. Yeah, going on here at the, the McNeil house. Yes. And Roman Polanski is extremely drunk. <laughs> yep, sounds about right. <laughs> I think he was also a pedophile or a rapist. Yeah, he was something. Yeah, he was. Uh, and he's still he was alive, married, isn't he? I believe so. He was married to Sharon Tate. To Sharon Tate, and he was in Europe evading charges while she was being butchered by the Manson family. Yep. Yeah, it's still alive. 
<laughs> I suppose you never went bowling with Goebbels either, you Nazi bastard. <laughs> so Roman Polanski is heckling the Nazi butler. Oh, that's great. He's 88. Wow. That doesn't, that doesn't, wait, no. What? He was born in 1933, so he's 90. Oh, no, he's 89. Never mind. Oh. I'm like, that doesn't, yeah, get him. Get him, Adolf. So after being called a, I don't know what he called him, like a, a bloody butchering Nazi pig? Yeah, I think he, said. he called him a Nazi again. <laughs> so the Nazi snapped and started strangling him. Yes, reverting back to his Nazi roots. <laughs> I'll send you to the chambers. <laughs> Just throw him out of the house. And they're just like, your car's at the curb. Here's your keys. No problem. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> we have your motorcycle running for you. <laughs> Fix your hair and get your sash and get back into your party. Get back into your shindig. It's only down to a few people, and the priest is playing show tunes. And in walks Reagan. Yep. I think we've got a guest. <laughs> You're going to die up there. And then she pisses on the floor. She just starts peeing on the floor. Such an awkward scene. Because none yeah. of the adults know what to do. <laughs> like, yeah. They don't want to like, stare. Oh. So they kind of look the other way. But... <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, uh, okay, uh, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. So her mother brings her upstairs and puts her in a bath to give her a good old sponge bath. Six o'clock, time for your sponge bath. Nothing nothing like a sponge bath after you pee on the living room rug in front of company. <laughs> nothing like a sponge bath to drive off the devil. Yes. That's what I my grandma always water. said. <laughs> what my grandma said as she smacked me on the ass with a Bible. <laughs> All right. So she's putting Reagan to bed. I like how like Reagan's wearing like a handmade German nightgown. Of course. It's only, like, only the best. That's <laughs> The maintenance man gave it to her. It, he, he 
stitched it for her. I made this for you from the clothes from the Jews. <laughs> the good old maid is oh. scrubbing the piss out of the and then, floor. And then you hear screaming. The lights are flickering. Reagan's bed is violently shaking up and down with Reagan on it. And the mother jumps, jumps on, on yep. and it continues to shake. Pause. Pause? Yeah. Okay. I think that should be the end of part one. Okay. We're at 40 oh, yeah. minutes. Yeah, that's 40 minutes. Shit. I... <laughs> didn't feel like 40 minutes. No, no. And I was looking and I goofed on my fucking time because I have to pay attention to the end instead of paying attention to where we are. Yeah. So I was looking and I was like, oh, I was like, we're at 26. Okay, well, when we get to 30, forgetting that it was counting down, I was like, oh, shit, we should have stopped at 30 Yeah, at 30, for 30 minutes. So okay, oh, no, that'll work. Yeah, that'll... We got two hours. So, so that's yeah. the first part of the exorcist. Yes. And yes. things will only get more horrific. Yes. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's it. Yeah, join us Not for much, uh, yeah. part two. Part two of our 100th of our episode. 100th episode. Yep. It's pretty fucking cool. It is. Um, yes, it's pretty fucking cool. So, Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to catch us next week. Same horror time. Same.